Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about niche marketing, focusing in on a niche target market for your business, but particularly what to do in the first 90 days, the first six months of picking your niche, focusing on your niche. Uh, And this came as a result of a question from a podcast listener who said, Steve, you've done a few podcasts on how to pick a niche. But what do you do when you pick one? <laughs> I mean, what, what are the first steps to making a niche market uh, work for you? So I gave this some thought, and I have some suggestions for you. And I'm calling this Your Niche, The First 90 Days. So first of all, let me just say that there is a dangerous myth out there when it comes to picking a niche. And the myth is that by the mere fact that you've picked a niche market that the clients will suddenly come knocking at your door. If you're focusing, let's say, on SaaS technology, uh, software as a service, that's your niche. You know, it's a mistake to think that if you create a website that calls yourself the SaaS copywriter and you brand yourself that way, then clients will come stampeding to your door with offers of work. That's just not the way it works. That's not the way it works in any business. Yes, it's great that you have a great brand. It's it's wonderful that you have a great website and that you're positioning yourself as a SaaS specialist, but you need to do a lot more in order to attract clients, especially in the first few months of focusing on a niche market. Okay, so let's get started with some tips for you. Now, one of the first things you need to do when focusing on a niche market... uh, the first 90 days of your niche, is you want to start building a hit list of influencers in that niche market. Now, an influencer are are people in that market or sometimes organizations in that market that are active in that market. They could be marketing consultants who are focusing in on that market. It could be associations. It could be blogs and podcasters and People in the industry that are really active in that industry could be coaches and the gurus, okay? But you want to start building a hit list of influencers in that market. You want to start searching around the internet, doing your research, and finding out who the players are. Because you want to start a process of getting to know those people. Because those people are uh, called influencers for a reason, is that they can... They, they can potentially help you out. They can potentially give you referrals. Uh, you can learn a lot from these people. So you want to start building that list of influencers early on as soon as you pick your niche market. Let's say, for example, that your niche uh, are, is companies that target dentists. So software companies that sell to dentists training and coaching companies that sell to dentists. That actually is a niche market, by the way, a very big and uh, vibrant (laughs) niche market. But if you do your research, you'll find that there are a lot of speakers and coaches and authors and gurus who target dentists, who uh, have programs and books and blogs and podcasts that help dentists build their practice, build their business. 
If you do your research, you'll find out that there are graphic designers and, and marketing consultants who specialize in working with dental practices. You'll find that there are, you know, a lot of other people in that industry that are influencers. There's even an association of speakers and coaches who focus in on dentists. Uh, the market is actually that big that they actually have an association just for speakers who speak in front of audiences of dentists, okay? So, and they can obviously reach a lot of people and they know a lot of people in the industry. So, you want to start building that that um, that da- database of influencers and start the process of getting to know these people, introducing yourself and your services to these people, building those relationships. It takes time. It's not an overnight event. You can't do it all at once. This is something that continues on for actually for the entire life of your business. But you want to start that process early on. That's number one. Number two is you also want to start building your hit list of potential dream clients. These are companies in your target market that you suspect, based on your research, would be a wonderful client for you. Okay, you want to start building that hit list right now. Who would you love to have as a client? Who would you love to work with? And by the way, this doesn't necessarily mean uh, it has to be a a big name company. You know, if you're targeting uh, software solutions, uh, you you know, you can target IBM if you want to, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a huge, humongous company. It could be simply a company that fits your profile of the kind of client that you would really like to work with, a kind of client that perhaps uh, is likely to have the projects that you'd like to work on, likely to need copywriting services on a regular basis so they become repeat clients. So, you know, the meet your profile of your ideal client. And you want to start building a hit list of, of those types of dream clients. And by building that list, you you learn a lot. You learn a lot about the type of companies that are out there that could potentially be clients for your services. You have the beginnings of a prospect list that you may be able to use for prospecting, email prospecting, cold calling, networking, LinkedIn connecting, however you're prospecting. And that exercise just gives you a sense of your market, who your market is, who your potential clients are. It's a very important list to create. So you want to start building your list of dream clients. And like I said, just like with the first list, building your list of influencers, this is not a one-time event. You don't sit down, do some research in an afternoon, and build a, a list of 50 dream clients, and that's your list. This is a continual process. You'll be adding and taking away and updating this list all the time, okay? But you want to get a good start in the first 90 days of picking a niche market. So where are we so far? First 90 days, you're building your list of influencers, uh, people in the market that could potentially recommend you to clients, potentially help you. And also you're building a list of dream clients, companies that could potentially be terrific clients for you. What's the third thing you need to do in the first 90 days? You could probably guess this is get your marketing action plan started. Start your marketing action plan. Whatever that is, it may not be perfect, 
Okay, don't wait for perfection in your marketing plan. Okay, you want to get going right away. You want to start that process of reaching out to potential clients and introducing yourself and your services to them so they get to know you. Because as I said many times before, the more prospects in your niche market that find out about you, that learn about you, um, that know about your great services, the more likely you are to get inquiries, to get leads. Okay, so you want to get your marketing action plan started. You want to get started with your prospecting, started with your marketing, whatever that plan may be. And you want to really lean into this. You want to give it all you got. However, and this is going to sound a little bit uh, counterintuitive, uh, but you don't want to go too fast. Okay, you don't want to. You want to. You want to really lean into your marketing, but you also want to give yourself time to also reflect on the results that you're getting with your marketing and make changes to it and improve your approach. Uh, I knew someone many years ago who wanted to break into a niche market, so he bought a list, he bought a mailing list of 5,000 names. It cost him a fortune. And then he created this elaborate direct mail piece, okay? And he went to send it out to these 5,000 names on his list. And he spent all his money. That was his entire budget, is on this one direct mail campaign. And unfortunately, it bombed. He didn't get very good results with that campaign at all, and he was crushed, and he was out of money. (laughs) He spent all his marketing dollars on this one thing. Okay, I I appreciate his exuberance in in leaning in and, and doing this campaign, But you also need to give yourself time to uh, look at some of the results you're getting, make some changes in your approach, because that's bound to happen. If I had a chance to uh, work with him or advise him way back then, I probably would have said, listen, send out the direct mail piece to 500 names, see what kind of results you get, and then maybe make some changes if you're not getting good good results with uh, with your direct mail. So that's the approach you want to take. If you're doing, let's say, a lot of email prospecting and a lot of LinkedIn connecting and a lot of networking at a local association, those are great marketing tactics. So you want to lean in. You want to, you want to really do a lot of that, okay? But you don't want to go too far. You want to give yourself time to look back and say, okay, what's working? What isn't working? Where am I getting traction? Where am I not getting traction? How do I improve results? What changes do I need to make in order to improve results and start generating more leads? Okay, let's say, for example, you are targeting companies that sell to dentists. That's your niche. Okay, you might, for example, uh, send out 100 email prospecting attempts. Okay, and email prospecting, what I mean by that is that you are looking at your hit list of dream clients you're finding a way to connect them. You're sending them a personal email, email prospecting. And let's say you send out 100. Well, after 100, if you're not getting good results, you want to look back and say, what's happening here? I need to change my approach. This is not working. You don't want to continue on unless you've, uh, until you've taken a look at your results and, and see where you can make some improvements. Maybe your email is too long. Maybe it's too short. Maybe you're not saying the right things. Maybe you're not contacting the right 
type of people in those companies. Email prospecting works very well. So you know that, but you want to change your approach so you're getting good results, and you want to give yourself a chance to do that. If you keep steamrolling forward and, send, and sending out another 100 email prospecting attempts and another until you run out of steam, you don't give yourself a chance to make improvements and tweaks in your approach, and that's very important as well. It's a balancing act. You want to, When it comes to marketing, you want to do a lot of activity. You want to do a lot of things. You want to keep it going. You want to keep it consistent. At the same time, you want to give yourself a chance to analyze your results and see how you can make improvements in your approach. Okay, so those are the three things you need to really focus on in the first 90 days of picking a niche. You need to start building your list of influencers in that niche. You want to start building your hit list of dream clients in that niche. And you want to start your marketing action plan. Really put that in full throttle with the understanding that you want to take a break every once in a while to look back at your results and make improvements. So that's this week's B2B Writing Success Podcast. I hope you found it helpful. And if you have any topic suggestions, and by the way, today's topic came from a topic suggestion from a podcast listener. If you have any topic suggestions, send them my way, please. You can reach me at steveslonwhite at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slon White. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.